Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi live from Osaka. We are here, Amy and Dave, usually in Melbourne, but tonight in Osaka. Yes, well, we're coming not directly from the action from day two of the March Basho 2023, but we're back in our Airbnb, a mere... Well, I would say it's 90 seconds walk yeah. from the Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium. I reckon 200 metres, 262 metres. Yeah, I, I could run it in under 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very <laughs> close. There's it, then there's a hotel, then there's a road, then there's a ramen place. There is. Another road and then <laughs> the Prefectural well, Gymnasium. you've really used words to paint a picture. It's <laughs> like I'm there and I am there. Yeah. Uh uh, hopefully, and uh, I'd like to say that you listened to our episode last night, we are back uh, temporarily doing sumo every day. We are here in Osaka to enjoy the sumo for four days, mm. day one through to four. And, you know, we're here. We thought we'd uh, give express you a little recap. Feelings. Express our feelings. We, we have just... a lot of feelings. It's taken us a long time to get back to Japan uh, after all this time, we've tried to book this holiday three times, like everyone knows by now, and we're finally back here and at the sumo, and it's great. So, again, I want to zoom out uh, yep. and take a big picture view of day two yep. of this basho. Uh, Monday, day yeah. two, people are back at work. Yes. But there was a different feeling in the arena today. Can you talk us through that? Yeah, well, there are a few really noticeable differences. So day one, everyone comes early. So uh, there were a whole heap of uh, Japanese people who came and came right from uh, when we were there. We probably arrived, I think, I, I think halfway through Sundanme yesterday. It was about one, uh, 12... 12-ish, 12.30. Yeah. And there were already a lot of people there. And then it just filled up from there. So by the start of Jurio, which we know is where all the action begins, all the great stuff starts happening, <laughs> um, it was pretty much full. But today, Monday, because it was a work day, uh, it took much longer to fill up. And so we were starting to think, okay, that's cool. The the vibe will be a little bit less um, for Makuchi. It'll, you know, we'll just see it through we'll have a great time we'll see some great bouts but then it fired up really late and it fired up to a a really different extent didn't it well i mean it did i i, I think my experience of uh well the last three years only experiencing sumo through the tv or computer hooked up to a tv yeah is that the weekend crowds are looser yeah yeah. Your day ones, your yeah. day sevens, your day eights, and of course your day fourteens and fifteens. Good maths. <laughs> I think I was right with that. No, you were. I was. Um, but what we saw and what we experienced with the full extent of our bodies was a day two yeah. Monday yeah. Osaka crowd who were loose yeah. and they were there for sumo. As you said, it took them a while to arrive, but when they did. They were lit up. Yeah, it was really going off. We there were a lot of we could see a lot of boxes uh, near us in our in our vision area because in our psyche your vision area is the whole stadium. You can really see everything. Well, as we said yesterday, Osaka it's an intimate stadium. Yeah. It, it's 
it's no matter where you sit, you are with the ricochet. Yeah. You but are at one with the sumo. People close in the boxes close to us were just having a great time, great time. really early. Um, I mean, I think we're going to speak about some of this later, but there were some people around us that really joined in the, the fun and contributed well, to today's sumo. Oh, I don't think we need to like put off talking about it. We can it, talk but, about um, it right now. You know, I mean, we buy our tickets through uh, buy sumo, buy tickets. sumo tickets. Yep. And, you know, they have a very rich and varied clientele. Uh, so we, we were sitting in the cheaper seats today. Yeah. Our box is day four. Our box is day four. <laughs> we are all looking forward to day four box life. Uh, but today we were surrounded by new friends. Yeah. Yeah. New friends from Canada. Yeah. New friends from England. Yeah. New friends from Geelong. Yes. <laughs> My birthplace. Yep. So Geelong is about an hour from Melbourne. Well, well, the saying is it's an hour from Melbourne, but 20 years behind Melbourne. Yeah. Right. So the people sitting directly in front of us, yep. absolute legends, yep. uh, a couple and a kid from Geelong. Kid behaved immaculately, about to twelve, turn 12 tomorrow. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, kid. We didn't learn his name. That's oh. a shame. Um, happy birthday to him. <laughs> but like what a... Imagine if they're tuning in. They're <laughs> like, know. well, we met a couple of weird podcasters today. Yeah. Let's tune in. Happy birthday, kid. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we told anyone today that we did this podcast. I would never tell anyone. Yesterday we told Chris, but we uh, didn't tell. Please, I did not tell anyone. Yeah. No, I didn't tell anyone. You told. Oh, I told Chris. Yes. So no, I li- well, I'm proud of it. Yeah. I'm proud of this but podcast. But don't say we told Chris. Okay. I, pr- you okay. told Chris. You're not proud of this podcast. I'm proud of it. Uh, you know, you know, I'm proud of this podcast, but. I did not tell Chris. You don't feel a need to advertise yourself at every <laughs> nah, possible opportunity absolutely like myself. Not. Uh, happy birthday, kid. Yeah, happy birthday, kid. Uh, <laughs> and then halfway through, so halfway through, no, actually just before Makuchi, um, a huge contingent arrived wow. to our right, which were the schools. So we know that uh, Japanese schools uh, bring large groups of kids to the sumo. It's, uh, We've seen it before. We've seen it before and I think it's the, when you see kids and school groups at Sumo, you know, Sumo is alive. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, where do you start on the learning that comes from the Sumo? Yeah. Yeah. So the teachers brought them in, they numbered them all off. I saw yeah. them counting to make sure they were all there, <laughs> yeah. which is very important. Yeah. Keep them so they're alive. all there, like 27 or whatever is in a school, probably less in Japan. <laughs> um, they were all there. So they sat up to our right, uh, mostly... Male students, but I think there was a mix. There were some female students. Yeah, I think there were. Anyway, I'm just saying that the guys, because they come into play in our story later. And then suddenly, right before Makuchi started. The the bout before. Yeah, it was it was happening. Well, can, I, can I tell you? I want to tell you my experience yeah, of you it. Can. It was like I saw a sea of puffer jackets. Yes, black puffer jackets. Black puffer jackets coming up the steps. And I'm like... What is this? Who's this? Because there was a big, um, there were people all around us in front of us and now to the right with the school groups, to the left, uh, it was all full. But there was this big section behind us that was still empty. So we're like, oh, oh, what's happening What's happened? Yeah. Has it not sold out? Yeah. Is this uh, little old game of sumo not as popular Mm. as we thought? But no, a big sea of black puffer puffer jackets embroidered 
with a little name you might know. Yeah, well, I know it. You know it. Well, it's... I know it for their quality motorboat engines. <laughs> you might know it for their musical I'll, instruments. I'll tell you why I know it because um, I did this school oh, of yeah, right. music yeah, learning yeah. when I was yeah. younger. So it's a very interesting mix of uh, playing an instrument plus listening. Kodali. No. <laughs> Kodai. <laughs> It's called. I don't anyway, even know it, yeah. Anyway, moving past that. It's Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha. So I did Yamaha yeah. uh, music when I was little. I taught it then for very yeah. many years. It, so it's mostly motorbike based. Like you, you <laughs> sit on a motorbike and try to play the violin. Listen to the, the frequency <laughs> of a motorbike and you go, oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. I'll recreate that on the violin. Yeah, so but, the, the Yamaha crew came in. Well, and... I'm, I'm not exaggerating saying there were 40 or 50 people. Oh, they kept coming. <laughs> puffer jacket after puffer jacket. Yeah, Yamaha puffer jackets, we can say, are the, the top of the range. I, I wanted one. Yeah. I wanted to be part of that crew. But we're they are not sponsored by Yamaha. We wish we, wish we were. We should <laughs> yeah. have asked them to. And if they, well, if, if they're open to sponsorship opportunities, so are we. <laughs> they filed in behind us. So uh, we, we went into the top division feeling like this stadium was full, the sold-out signs went down but before we get into the top division it wasn't sold out the sold out signs didn't go down it wasn't uh, sold out tonight it was they went down really yeah i didn't see it well i I didn't see them lower down but they were down were they yeah oh that's great news for sumo yeah okay it's a very popular sport i'm so sorry to have interrupted you then cultural activity in (laughs) the country of japan and around the world uh, let's not jump straight to Makuchi though. Let's mm. well, let's take you on a bit of a stroll through the action we saw today. We we decided to go a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, went and had a bit of a curry up towards the northern end of the. Yeah, well, today. I also had a um, a colleague who asked me to get him some incense. So you know when you go to Japan and all of a sudden everyone comes out of the woodwork and they're like, "Can you get me this eyeliner? Can you get me this like or eye drops?" Eye drops, can you get me this <laughs> moisturizer? Like it's yeah. often it's a lot makeup based. Uh, yeah, it is, and, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, my colleague was interested in a particular incense that you could only get from Kyoto. So once I'd uh, informed him that I was not going, in fact, to Kyoto, he found a store that sold it in Osaka, <laughs> helpfully. Uh, and so I journeyed there and it was a lovely store. Mm. And if you want to know about incense in Osaka, please message Sumo Manichi on Twitter or uh, Instagram and I'll tell you about the beautiful store. But uh, that's why we were over that side of town. Mm. And that's why we got a little bit late to the Sumo. Well, I wouldn't say li- not late. Late, late. Not late. Like we late, saw in, late in Makushita. Yeah, late in Makushita. So we were there ready for... Jurio, at this point, our friends at Yamaha had not arrived, but there was no. a lot of uh, yeah, love in the stadium. And we saw uh, Teresa Yoshi. Yeah, so here was Jurio guest today. And that was particularly vexing to me because I do have a newly purchased Teresa Yoshi towel and I didn't yeah, bring it so today. When I was packing the towels, I looked at it and I went, I probably won't need that today. Yeah, I think that's the most puzzling thing because it wasn't like you forgot it, but you made an active no, choice to go, devastated. no need for this today. Yeah, I'm devastated. We, we, I didn't know he was Jurio Visitor. We hadn't had a look at the Torakumi because we're letting Sumo wash over us at the moment. Also, we were on the west side no. and he was facing us. So not only could I have 
used the towel to support him, that he might have seen it as well. Well, and maybe just seeing one more towel out there might have given him that extra bit of uh, thrust. But he... Look, Teretsuyoshi looked great against Tokushoryu today. Opened very confidently with a, you know, classic Teretsuyoshi move, going low, going Mm. around. Tokushoryu, though. Yeah, he had uh, the upper hand. Too much... Crowd love this. And and this was the first bout that we were, you know, there for that really lit the crowd up. Yeah. Got them involved. Yeah, woke I mean, Tochimaru Yago, that was pretty strong, but uh, this was yeah. a bit more strong. Oh, I, I felt like this. there was a bit of emotion. <laughs> and I, look, I think we're all there carrying this uh, support for Teretsuyoshi. Well, the other thing we can answer uh, firsthand is that we wondered whether – as he had access to the salt this time around. Obviously, down in Makushti, you don't. But in Jurio, because he was up today, he had access to the salt, but he was uh, he did not take the great handful. And we watched – I had the phone zoomed yeah. in on the video. I can show the video of all two times he went to the salt and he just took a pinch. Looking around the crowd, I could also see uh – a lot of cameras focusing. Yeah. So I, I think people expected Teretsuyoshi to get the 1.1 pounds. No, he's been told not to. I don't think he'd need to be told. No, I think, I think he he's been that, told. Like as a <laughs> well, maybe he knows. As a yeah, Makushita yeah. Rik- Rikishi, he's there as a guest. Mm. It's not the full warm-up. Mm. Uh, look, he did what he could. Not quite enough. No. Uh, I think it's going to be a long journey for him to get back to Jurio. Uh, look, looking into Jurio, one of the bouts I want to highlight well, was Shoma. Och- well, Ochiai was next, actually. We, oh, should, we should just say we that should this say. is his first uh, loss. He came up against the other uh, newly promoted Jurio Rikishi, Tamashoho, the Mongolian, uh, in the bright blue. Beautiful Mawashi. He's really representing Tamashoho, I should say, because he's not getting that much coverage that we're seeing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Osho- Ochiai, after... Um, Winning yesterday, couldn't uh, pull it off. He mounted a good defence but couldn't pull it off against Tamashoho today. Well, it's, it's interesting because all eyes are on Ochiai at the moment. But uh, no no stress. This is his first time in Jurio. Nothing to worry about here. Good things ahead. All right. Well, who else created absolute hype in the stadium? Well, it's always Enho, right? He just absolutely brings it. And a Monday crowd, we commented, it was a little bit different. But <laughs> what's never different is that Enho is the, absolutely brings people alive. So Enho, yeah, he lit the crowd up today. He was up against Oshoma. Look, I mean, Enho's gift is that even when he loses, he pleases the crowd. He, I mean, this is why this guy sells tickets. Yeah. Yeah, he just comes out and everybody starts cheering and you're not sure who is cheering. It's just like everyone. But but I feel that there's something different with Enho and I'm going to compare a Rikishi with a very similar name, Endo. Mm. He's a crowd favourite mm-hmm. and we see it in the, in, in the stadium. But Enho, uh, like let's zoom into this effort against Oshoma today. There was multiple Kakanage attempts multiple times where there was the moments of stillness as they fought against each other to find that leg dominance as would call it. Enho now two losses over two days. Yeah, but so he lost just in, incredible he went, entertainment. He went in low, he tried to get 
uh, Oshoma in a um, a tricky position. And I thought Oshoma did really, really well here because Enho, like yesterday, he tried to find that position of dominance and he went for that, yeah, that tricky manoeuvre. Oshoma didn't let him find it. He didn't let him um, get in a position of power and he managed to get a kakanaga himself. So they were throwing each other <laughs> down. It was a beautiful butterfly um, and he was able to uh, get that leg uh, advantage himself, Oshoma, and to take out Enho in that way is um, is no mean feat. And there was there were a lot of bouts today where the crowd just absolutely came alive and were just screaming, and this was one of them. And I, I really liked that it. it was pro Oshoma at the end. Absolutely. Uh, Ichi Nojo surprised us a little bit with his, uh, well, I'd say red hot touchy eye against Chiamari. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, Ichi Nojo's a bit of an unknown quantity. He's looking at the really powerful. I think he's come out. He said, You didn't want me to fight in this basho? Hey, guys, I'm going to win every single bout from here on. I suspect that you might be right, given what we saw today. Just yeah. beautiful, fast sumo from Ichi Nojo. The final bout of Juria was Asunyama up against Chianakuni. Mm. No secret that. One of us is a little bit of a Chinakuni fan. Yeah. There was some screaming going on. Yeah, well, <laughs> I believed. Yeah, yeah. That Chinakuni could beat Asunyama. There Turns was, out there was one Chinakuni towel. I'll just say. Yeah, there was. Yeah. In the stadium, and it's a notable towel because the no in Chinakuni on his towel is really, Very really small. tiny. Yeah. So you can always see it around the stadium. So there were thousands, and thousands. Many <laughs> sunny amateurs well, and not one a, beautiful Chinakuni towel. Like I think it's worth mentioning. Like Asunyama is incredibly popular. Yeah, he's still crowd. very, very popular. Uh, we, we said it yesterday. We saw it again today with the looser Monday crowd. Mm. These kids were also very, very interested in Asunyama. Yep. Turns out Chinakuni couldn't quite do it. I was hoping Chinakuni could create some space to keep Asunyama off the belt. Turns out he could not do that at all. And another, well, I've seen this so many times for Asunyama coming up through Jurio, but a very, very quick and easy win for him. Yeah. Yeah. Asunyama, he's just absolutely making the plays and uh, backing it up. And people keep the, t you, you can tell when people really are on board with someone in that they keep the towels up when they win, they keep them up. Uh, right up to when they walk out down the Hanamichi. So the new uh, opponents have been announced. The new bout is about to happen. But the old, the rikishi from the bout before is about to walk out down the Hanamichi and they've still got the towels out. And that happened for Asanayama. He's just really super popular. Yeah, I mean, get this guy back back into Makuchi. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, after this, it's a foregone conclusion. He will be there. But yeah. People want him back. Let's get him back there. What was the vibe of Makuchi for yeah, you? Yeah, well, look, you overall? know, we're not going to concentrate on too many bouts in a singular fashion, but I felt today it runs roughly from four till six mm. in Japan. Yep. Uh, which means the halfway mark is about five o'clock and they take a, you know, it's only a really 10-minute break there, yeah. half-time. Um, I'm going to comment on what was happening in the S row five yeah. seats and back. Just before the half-time. Just before half-time. Yeah. Uh, look, 
the the crew in from Yamaha were fired up. I felt yeah. like the they'd had a few beers. They were feeling the energy of sumo. Yeah. We weren't sure where they were quite from. Well, they were from everywhere and that's the beauty of Around Yamaha. Around the world. Yeah. yeah. Yamaha is an international <laughs> company that yep. embraces cultural perspectives from around the globe but what, what, that makes them make great engines for boats <laughs> that's right. but what they weren't quite sure of is who to barrack well, for for each they'd never seen sumo before no, no that they, they had absolutely no idea about sumo but what i loved was they were they wanted to get on board with wow, who was they, the most popular well they did and you know i mean it's no secret we got a few sumo towels that we picked <laughs> up yesterday uh, and, you know, once it, we were approaching the, the halfway point, you're pulling out a few towels and you got a tap on the shoulder and they were like. Yeah, what's happening here? Who's this guy? Yeah. And you're like, well. I became the sumo, sumo guru. You did. <laughs> they, the staff of Yamaha International looked to you for their sumo guidance. Well, and the, um, you you were, well, this guy's called Ura. Well, yeah. The, the first guy that they really got on board with was Ura because the school group I mentioned before, oh. when Ura came out, they yeah. had already been, um, for the Makuchi Doya Iri, they were already uh, screaming out for Ura, this school group. And we didn't know why, but when Ura came back out later, they started saying to this Yamaha group, Ura went to our school. <laughs> We're, we're barracking for Ura because he went to our school. So I think there's two possible scenarios that we need to entertain mm. here. Scenario one, <clears throat> Ura went to their school. Yeah. Scenario two, they're winding up a bunch of foreigners <laughs> with stories about Ura going to their school. And I don't know where I land on I'm not sure which one. I prefer, but we do know the actual outcome of what happened today. And it's that all of the Yamaha employees took on Ura as their uh, popular outcome for that match and screamed Ura and not only screamed it, but started an Ura, Ura, Ch- oh, the Ura chant. chant, which you don't hear very often it's, at the same moment. I think it's a very rare thing, especially post-COVID, uh, to get a chant going. But, I mean, there's something about the Eastern European uh, affection towards wrestling sports is yeah. that right the right way to say it yeah contact sports yeah contact. they understand it yeah. and they understand that you know a two-syllable name pink mawashi that's something they can get behind and they cheered well it was just a beautiful mix of this school group <laughs> these kids from the school these 17 16 year old kids mm. who were like he went to our school and these you know gaijin yamaha employers yeah all chanting Ura, he comes home and he beats Aoyama. The stadium erupts. <laughs> and I can't help thinking that the west corner of the Osaka yeah. Prefectural Gymnasium that we were sitting in observing this behaviour had something to do with oh, Ura's well, win. I, yeah, I, I think it absolutely had a big impact on this bout. Uh, and I, I, I think this whole that whole experience, especially with this bout, makes me think about... What is truth in sumo? <laughs> what is fiction? Does it matter? <laughs> if Did they were it, actually same school. Does it matter? I feel like I really wanted to find out what the school was. <laughs> the teachers well, were the not teachers, weighing in. They had checked out. They were checked. They were down the front. They, uh, they were 
actively looking down. It was an afternoon off for them. Let's All face of the it. kids were screaming out. Yep. <laughs> they would not engage. I imagine with this. some of the kids would have been saying, "Will this be on the test?" And them going, "Oh, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same school as we were at. Yeah. Like, nah. But 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 after that, um, the big the big group from Yamaha looked towards your guidance oh, with yeah. the towels. So and- this is where I came in. So we, we got our towels out at this point. The next bout was uh, Endo uh, Takayasu, Endo of which I have absolutely no interest in, <laughs> <laughs> and Takayasu of which I have in infinite in- interest in. And so they, everyone got well, uh, on board with Takayasu. Well, because they, they, the Yamaha employees leant forward and said, who's on your towel? Yeah. I think we might have said Takayasu. Well, you said s- Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were asking my name. <laughs> they said, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, Takiyasu. <laughs> they did say, what's his name? <laughs> like the person who, the yeah. towel that you have. And I said, Amy, because I thought they were asking my name. <laughs> How rude. Why wouldn't yeah. they be asking my name? Yeah. It's Amy. Recognize me. Anyway, but similar. Yeah. Similar to Ura. The big crew got on board, Takiyasu. But I do think that we said Takiyas. And so I think that they thought that his name was Takiyas because they did a bit of a Takiyas chant. Yeah. I mean, I know you can say it that way in Japanese. So. Yeah, you can, but they, it felt like they absolutely took that on board yeah. and screaming for yeah. Takiyasu. They had no idea of who he was, yeah. where his mum lives, <laughs> any idea about who He's Endo a, was. Well, who Endo was. <laughs> Poor old Endo. About Takiyasu's previous Ozeki status, mm. about his difficult journey back. No, but, but we got them on board. Well, they got themselves on board. Mm. They were on the bus absolutely cheering for Takiyasu. Did it work? It did. Takiyasu. He's two and zero. He's two and zero. Yeah, well, I did, I, I did hear someone up in our section say the words Takiyasu and you show next to each other. <laughs> it was yeah. me. It was brilliant. <laughs> I just guess that we're saying all of this because when you go to the sumo, it's so much about who you're sitting around and the yeah. experience that you have at the time. And this time we had a very loose Monday experience of a very strange combination of a Japanese school and a Yamaha employee situation. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, one of my favourites, Wakamoto Haru. Yes. Clinical effort against Nishikigi. And can I say that the Yamaha employees gave a lot of respect to the names Wakamoto Haru and Wakataka Kage. They sounded those out for... Oh, syllable by syllable. There were a couple of women behind us, part of the Yamaha crew, who were like Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. And we had our towel up for him and they got on board for him. And then when it came to Wakataka Kage, they were like... On board with that as well. So uh, another bout I'd like to highlight. So Tobizaru coming yes. off beating yep. Takakesho yesterday, uh, absolutely blowing away the hopes of a lot of people for Takiyasu's, uh, oh, sorry, Takakesho's start of a potential Yokozuna run. Tobizaru today backed it up against Mitakumi. Huge. I, I thought this was beautiful sumo yep. from Tobizaru. Technical, he, he came out of the touchy eye, looked for a belt grip on Mitakumi, which, which I thought was a brave mm. uh, gambit, uh, and he he did it. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah, from good stuff. Dropping down from after facing the the Ozeki, coming all the way down to uh, 
Mitakumi but I, Magashira 3. Something I don't think I've seen from Tobizaru all that much is uh, after getting on the belt from Mitakumi, it was just getting the stomach involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit He's of getting on bumpity. bumpity. Yeah. Tobizaru. I mean, that's what a, he won't try. Exactly. He's, yeah. a, he's a genius. Beautiful Absolute stuff. genius. Daisho? Yeah. Well, what about this? This was a potentially a big matchup. Wakataka Kage had lost yesterday. You know, he's Sekiwake facing Komasubi Daisho today. Wasn't a lot of sumo for Wakataka no. Kage. No. The Yamaha people sounded out his name, but he could not live up to it. Ah, uh, Daisho was so good today. And I think you said it so perfectly. It's like, you know, these Eastern Europeans have come all the way to Osaka to see the sumo. And they're privileged to see Daisho do yeah. what he does. Yeah, they saw a perfect, perfect Daisho about Daisho here, sumo. actually. Yep. He just did Daisho things and blasted. Wakataka Kage out. It was really impressive. Uh, they were really onto us about which towels we were then bringing up. And the one we were privileged to be able to say to them that we were now dual holding because we have two of these towels now is a short eye towel. Yeah. So, short eye, he came up against Kiribayama. Uh, we know that he won yesterday. In we do. <laughs> a miracle because we were there. Is it, is it a miracle if it happens all the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. no, I shouldn't say yes, that. Yes, with short eye it is. Yeah, it is, it is. So we're there. We're cheering short eye. By this time, to be honest, the school kids and the Yamaha employees had dropped off. They'd so lost. it's just us. <laughs> well, and I mean, this is known in the sumo community as guide and drop off, <laughs> where you you go to the sumo a bit early. Yeah, <laughs> you're too tired. You have a couple of tall Asahi super drives. Yeah. At about one or two. And yeah, so there when were, there was a mother and daughter next to us who left before this. Yeah, well, yeah, Saw exactly. Knees. Well, I mean, look, the, the seats at the <laughs> Osaka Prefectural <laughs> Gymnasium are on the small side. Mm. And, yeah, you get a bit of deep vein thrombosis <laughs> happening uh, over the last few bouts and you've got to get out of there and stretch your legs. But, uh, look, look, the people around us had checked out mentally, but we were still there. Very much to see uh, Short Eye go up against Kiribayama. And I've got to say, we saw Short Eye do the impossible yesterday. And I thought, can we see it again today? Mm. Kiribayama should, should beat Short Eye. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Short Eye has a good record against him, but Kiribayama is <laughs> like way stronger at the moment. Right, exactly and, right now. And we would never have expected short eye although i will always expect short eye to do something good and today with the double towel oh you're saying all oh, right okay the, the power of the double towel yeah because he was looking at us he was looking out towards us he must have been we waved the double towel i mean the the surprising thing about this bout was that it was about that kiribayama should excel in it was unsettled uh, it was about grappling high, but somehow Short Eye kept his feet, looked very positive, was able to create some, enough momentum and not let Kiribayama get settled. I thought this was a brilliant win for the Maegashira 1 Short Eye. I was absolutely thrilled. 
I went straight with my camera to take a photo of him coming out down <laughs> yeah. the Hanamichi yeah. and unfortunately it was the third last bout so he had to sit in place <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's laughs> until right, the end. Yeah. So I had to put the camera down uh, and wait until the end. But should I like, come on. Yeah. Great work. Oh, uh, I mean, is there a swirling happening? Oh, for me, always. I'm always There's a the short eye vortex. Well. It's always there. We but- had a couple of bouts to go. There was Abi Hoshori. This was interesting because there wasn't a monoe, so Abi uh, pulled Hoshori down. We weren't quite sure. The thing about the stadium, yeah. the weirdest thing about the stadium maybe, is that there's a massive replay screen below the scoreboard. So there's actually a blank big screen, no replays. We know that there's no replays uh, in sumo in the stadium, like there never has been. It's just that there is a screen right there where it could happen. Uh, so you never get to see anything again. So you're watching on TV, you get to see it again. Abema, NHK, you get to see it again. When you're there, you never get to see it again. So when Monoe goes up and you well, never know on. what's happening. Can I stop you? You can't say you never get to see about again. We were blessed. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> with, yeah. True. We, we, we didn't learn this person's name, but we referred to him as the third umpire. Yeah. But, uh, I think he was from London. Yeah. He was filming every bout on his phone. Yeah, he was like five seats to our left. Yeah. And every bout. <laughs> and when, it got, when there was one we wanted to see again, we could look over and go, Oi, point your phone this way. And he was scrubbing <laughs> <laughs> over the time that we wanted to see. And we're like, yeah, I reckon that's uh, yeah, goodbye, like Dory there. Yeah. He would like back and forth between the end. And he did it like four or five <laughs> times. And we'd be just like, replay, please. So by the time we got to the second last bout of the day, Abi Hoshoryu, a Monoe is called. So Monoe is called. We don't know. We Everyone just looks over to the left. And he knows what he has to do. He holds the phone up and just scrubs over the... Vital moment. He doesn't know who they are, so he's just like no idea. purple or, or yeah. what's this case? Arby and black and so he's like red or black, and we're like a black. I'm gonna say, I mean, this kid's got a talent for uh, kind of sports video <laughs> post production because he uh, honed in on the moment and the scrubbing was ugh, immaculate. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. So, and even from there, I, I could I could tell. Well, this is gonna go Arby's way, and, and he even shared it around. The people around, so oh, he'd do it for us, like scrub back and forth, and then he'd do it. He'd to the Yamaha his, employees. He'd do it to the Yamaha employees. He'd do it to the Geelong people in front of us. Then he'd do it to the other, like, English people in front of them. Whoever you are, <laughs> you are a hero. You are a saint. We appreciated your work today. Third umpire, thank you very much. <laughs> and it showed that uh, Hoshori was uh, clearly down first, which... Uh, we said to begin with, but that's all right. So yes. Arby got the win there and uh, the Yamaha employees did not know that for quite a while after and they started asking the students, did you see that? They well, were like, who won, who won? But the students' um, grasp of English wasn't yeah, well, amazing. So they were like, what are you talking about? And we had to tell them that Arby had won. Anyway, <laughs> and the, and the, so the last bout of the day was Takakesho and mm. Tamawashi. You know, I thought here Tamawashi, a.k.a. the youngest man in sumo, might have given Takakesho a bit of a run mm. for his money, but it turns out Takakesho 
gets over that loss to Tommy Zari yesterday in fine style, dominated yep. Tamawashi today. Yeah. A popular win. Yeah. Yeah, it was a popular win because I think something that we can uh, bring to you guys is a bit of the vibe in the stadium at that time, which might be a bit different from what I might expect. And like the crowd is behind Takakesho. Well, he's the people's Yokozuna. And he's a Japanese rikishi, you know, like he's very popular and this win was was super popular against Well, we, we, we were talking about it. A loss here mm. could have been uh, – it would have put the brakes on any talk of a Yokozuna mm. uh, run. Yeah. Uh, a lot of pressure obviously coming out for Takakesho, but to see him respond in this way and, you know, dominate a rikishi who I only learnt today, Tamawashi, and this is something you've already known, but oh, yeah. decided to not tell me about, was that Tamawashi's Uh-oh. training regime. Oh, yeah. Uh, I learned on Reddit today is that Tamawashi fights or he trains against two younger rikishi at a time. Yeah. I have seen a photo of this last year. I mean, this, or in January, this blew my mind. Yeah. 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 I mean, why aren't other rikishi taking this Yeah, on? it's cool. It's a good idea, actually. And, well, and I mean, naturally, you know, the qu- my question now is going, is two enough? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what could Tamawashi achieve? Fighting three, yeah, or training against three rikishi. I mean, are we talking three sixty, or is it a ring of rikishi around Tamawashi, honing that kind of ring sense, like battle royale? Battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> he's just in the middle, and he's just like, bah, bah. everyone comes oh, at I him. I love this idea. I th- I feel like if anyone did that, Tamawashi would. Well, I mean, you know, you didn't tell me about this, but now that I've learned about it, I think that. It, <laughs> God, what else haven't I told what you about happened, what, what have you that told I know me about? about Sumo? Yeah. Oh, shiz. Anyway, uh, so I think that, uh, well, I mean, all of that said didn't help Tamawashi no, no, today. No, no, it didn't. And maybe he needs to go back to fighting against one person or training against one person mm. who does good oshidashi. Because mm. Takakesha did that today. Yeah. <laughs> There were some other great vibes in the stadium I just wanted to point out. One was Kotoeko versus Kagiyaki. Now, this is one that was worth going back and having a, a watch, but the win of Kotoeko was huge. And I know I attribute too much to this because I was just like in my mind singing Gambare, which I know I'm not allowed to sing until he gets a Kachikoshi, and that's fine. I won't go through with the, the final song. But uh, he won over Kagiaki today and it was a really great win that the stadium absolutely lit up over. Yeah, I mean, this was one of those ones that I think personally uh, I, I felt was good. But I, I'd never expect anyone else to share my feelings. But as you said. Yeah, they went off. This The, the Monday Osaka crowd, I'm yeah. not even sure. I don't feel that was... Monday in Osaka? Well, I, I don't think we can answer that. <laughs> Because it's a mystery to us. It's people without jobs. <laughs> or people with jobs who can take a long weekend. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I tell you what, yeah, you're right. This was a turning point in terms of waking up the crowd. And if you'd said, which is the bout that's going to wake up the crowd, I would not have picked Kotoeko <laughs> Kagiaki. But good to see Kotoeko get a win on the board. It was massive. The other one that stood out to us was Midori Fuji and Onosho because uh, there was quite a bit of 
like build up to this because Anusha always brings a bit of uh, vibe and and crowd participation to his uh, matches. And Midori Fuji, we know that he's been partial to a bit of the old step aside at the touchy eye and today we actually saw it. I feel like and I've seen online already that quite a few people um, aka Ben Marshman, the keeper of the hanker index, does not feel like this was a hanker. But I, I think Midori Fuji, he stepped aside. Well, really? I ben saw it. Ben thought this was not a hanker. He said it was well, a meat move. It was a hanker. You know, I, I, I respect Ben's deep research <laughs> on the subject, but I was there, there in the room. Yeah. Uh, I felt that was definitely a hanker and a disappointing one. It was to me. But you know what? I feel like the Monday crowd didn't uh, punish him punish enough. Punish it enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. It was a bit up and down. There's a lot of support for, I've noticed, for Nishiki Fuji. So there's quite a few banners going up for him and not as many for Midori Fuji. I don't know what that means. He's I'm not even putting that forward as a thing. I'm just saying that that's what I've observed well, in the last couple of days. Yeah, well, yes, well, Monday... The Monday Osaka crowd, it's very hard to get a read on, especially yeah. in that week one. Yeah. Well, well, Midori Fuji just, it wasn't right today. I didn't like it. Yeah. On the record. It was the first hanker that we've seen in our two days. Yeah, true, true. Of the top division. True. And we should say actually that we forgot to run the uh, Chiyoshoma hanker competition. So that is off the cards. I'm very sorry. Uh, our old friend uh, American Mad Lad brought that up today that we hadn't put that out there. And as soon as we saw Chiyoshoma step out on the doyo yesterday <laughs> yeah, on day like, one, we were like, Oops. oh, no, <laughs> we forgot about that. So it won't be running this time. We might bring it back in, uh, what's the next one? May. July. May. May. Oh, May. That's the one. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we, we'll be here tomorrow for day three. Yeah. And we'll do one more on day four, a.k.a. Box Day. Box Day. Box Live. Yeah, we've got a box. Uh, but until then, uh, enjoy your sumo and we'll see you tomorrow night. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Yeah.